is FM 104's Select Irish. It's FM 104's Select Irish. Max Kane here covering for Louise Ty. And here to chat about some music news is Bronwyn O'Neill. Hello, Bronwyn. Hi, how are you? All good here. So, Little Mix have celebrated their 12th anniversary. What is Little Mix's legacy at the moment? I mean... I feel very old. I remember them winning X Factor, <laughs> which was, I think, their kind of legacy at that time. They were the first band to ever win X Factor. And, I mean, since then, they've just caught, gone on and on to kind of dominate the world. We'll forget about America. They don't deserve Little Mix. Um, <laughs> but obviously, they kind of... I don't want to say bro- broke off because they said they're going on a hiatus, much like One Direction which, you know, longest hiatus ever, but sure, we, we'll we'll move along. Um, they went on hiatus, I'd say about two years ago at this point, um, and now they're mams and they're releasing mu- their solo music, but I think we had so many boy bands bopping around from One Direction to, like, <laughs> there's so many of them, I can't even think of them, but, you know, you know, we didn't have a lot of girl bands at the time, and it, when we did have girl bands, there was this whole kind of, I know cattiness behind the scenes. Even if there wasn't um, actual cattiness, there was always these headlines that they didn't get along, or they were kind of pushed together, or there was some drama going on. And Little Mix never seemed um, to have that. Even though they were brought together in the X Factor, they weren't like friends before that. But they always just were so lovely to one another, and they really supported one another. I think at the minute there's pictures going viral from a good few years ago of. Um, paparazzi trying to get pictures of Perry Edwards after her breakup with Zayn Malik and the girls kind of jumping in front of her and making sure that they don't they don't get those kind of big money shots and it's really really nice because like I said we had this kind of culture of if women work together they don't like each other or there's some type of competitiveness which I don't think is the case I work with all women and we are the nicest bunch. Uh, there's no competitiveness <laughs> there. Um, but, I mean, I've seen so many little girls just love Little Mix. And it's really nice to see. And I hope they come back together at some point. And if they don't, I'm, like, really excited to hear all their new music. I know Leanne is kind of the only one releasing music at the minute. But there has been rumours that the rest of them will be uh, following in her footsteps soon enough. And I think there's something about uh, there's a bit of nostalgia for like the days of the Spice Girls that I think Little Mix were able to really capitalize on, and, and yeah, I, I think they've got a really strong legacy in pop music. Absolutely, I think they really. I, I don't want to like dismiss other girl bands because there were incredible girl bands as well, like Girls Aloud um, mm. and the Saturdays and stuff. But Little Mix really kind of elevated that. They weren't cheesy. Um, they were very like we. Every single person in this band can sing. Every single one in this person. Every single person in this band can dance. And you know they really were kind of a, like head and shoulders above other bands at the time. And it was really sad when they announced that they were kind of going on on break because, like I, I cannot think of like another band that is, you know, like a girl band or a boy band that's going around at the minute that aren't the Jonas Brothers, <laughs> which I don't know if they're the best <laughs> comparison. Um, you know, so it is kind of sad that that kind of genre of music is is, is being said goodbye to because I think we need more fun bands. 
And as well as that, so Demi Lovato has just turned 31 and is transitioning from pop music to rock music. What do you think of this? I'm really excited. I really like uh, Demi Lovato. Again, This, I think it's like a nostalgic thing because I would watch her on uh, the Disney Channel and I would remember her being like, I'm going to transition into music. And her first kind of... Albums were obviously pop. Um, she was under like the Disney label, but they were kind of that like edgy, kind of pop punk, as edgy as a Disney star could get at that point. Um, so I think it makes complete sense that she's transitioning into rock. Now she is re-recording some of her old songs as rock songs, um, which is interesting. I think <laughs> it's it w- interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it, w- it would be remiss of me not to be like. This is Taylor Swift's power, obviously re-recording music. Um, mm. But she, Demi's obviously doing it for a very different reason than Taylor is. But I think it's, you know, I think obviously maybe she originally wanted them to do pop songs or rock songs and the powers that be were saying, no, let's do pop. And now she's kind of in her own space, giving her own twist on, on these songs. And I think it's probably a safe way to transition into rock because it is obviously a big it's a big move to go from being a pop star to being a rock star especially when you've come from Disney Channel I think a lot of people would be like oh here she goes this young one because let's be real a lot of people who listen to rock music are not um, watching uh, Sonny with a Chance you know it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're not really the same thing so it's easy to kind of go into into pop and stay there and maybe kind of just swim around in the mid in the mid section but like Demi has an incredible voice and I'm really excited to see them kind of showcase that in rock because obviously yeah. you need different types of vocals in there than, than pop and finally Hosier our very own Hosier has released a new album have you listened to it yet? I have I really enjoy Hosier I'm not I, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm a super Hosier fan because people are super fans of Hosier and I respect him so much because his music it's incredibly brilliant but it's also very intense um, and I've seen a lot of people who are like I've listened to this album 20 times and I'm like gee okay <laughs> I don't know personally if my brain could could handle all this uh, 20 times but I really love it I really love just his kind of his, like I like to put Hosier in his own genre which is not correct it's like rhythm and blues and you know he fits into a genre but I think in the Irish music scene he's very different um, yeah. from a lot of other people and I love he in his I think his first or second song he um, sings Askeliga which I think is really really important um, because it's it's our national language and I think we should give it a bit more grow um, from time Ooh, to time Gwilga. yeah yeah <laughs> But you know, and it's it's really funny because um, I love. Obviously, he has a very big fan base in America, and I love um, how Americans see Hosier because they're like this forest god, and I'm like, yeah, he is very tall, and he's long hair, but he is from Bray. Okay, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's be real here. I think Bray is not like look. Bray is gorgeous, but it's pretty. It's too close to Dublin to be I saying know. that it's, it's a, he's a forest <laughs> god. If he was from, like, Leitrim, maybe, I'd, I'd let it slide. <laughs> um, but they are like, oh, my God, he's singing in... Uh, I, saw, I saw someone, like, misspell it and s- say he's si- singing in garlic. 
I'm, oh I just love it. Oh God. <laughs> I love it so much. And, you know, we've had Paul Maskell speaking his Koopla Fuckle on the red carpet there a couple of months ago. And that went viral. And I think let's more more power to Hosier and his, his Irish, because I think we need more of it. And obviously he had Donald Gleeson in his uh, music video. Do you want a quick shout out, Donald Gleeson? Because that was... Uh, again, a really intense music video. Really mm. kind. Of, I was like the Banshees of Inisherin in Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I would say that people can catch Hosier during December. He's playing three dates in the Three Arena, but they're all sold out already. So, <laughs> sorry, you're not. You're not catching Hosier. <laughs> you're not going to see Hosier anytime soon. <laughs> he he's sells play, out I, like like instantly anytime he plays in Ireland. Oh my god! I he's play he's. he's playing he's played like he announced quite a lot of dates and I remember being like oh me and my friends will get tickets there were no tickets for love or money to see this man if you had not I don't I don't even know maybe he is a forest god and people are like doing little sacrifices to him or something to get these <laughs> tickets because I don't know how anyone got them um but look if you're lucky enough to go see Hosier in December Fair play. I'm very jealous. Yeah. And take some videos and send them to Bronwyn O'Neill. <laughs> Please. Thank you very much for having a chat. Thanks for having me.